Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of How to Watch a Movie as a Christian. I'm Riley. I'm PJ. And I'm Ben. Okay guys, we have to talk about how we watched Rings of Power. Season one is over, episode eight dropped when? Last Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yep. we caught up on it. You watched sure it. Did. You watched it. We had a watch mm-hmm. party actually. Did you? Yeah. I invited oh. you. So did I. That's right. That's right. Oh, here at the church. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're, there's some Christmas videos being shot here, so that's why we have to set up right here. Now, Rings of Power, we already did an episode on it. It was our first episode. We talked about how we were watching it, and the question we asked was, whose story is being told? And by that, what we meant was, like, what is being said about the world? And that was great. But we didn't get into what we actually thought of Rings of Power. And now that season one is over, we need to know how are we watching Rings of Power season one. So let's do this. Let's kind of give it, what did you give it on Letterboxd? Or I guess it's not on Letterboxd. The first two episodes are on Letterboxd because it was a theatrical release. Would you, if you were to update your score out of five stars. this is the entire series you're talking about. The entire season, season one. Yeah, Yeah. season, sorry. What would you give it? Yeah, um, I'd probably give it a, it's a solid, I could go up or down from here, 3.5. Okay. Um, I liked it. I mean, I'm anticipating, I liked it. Okay. I liked it. PJ, how about you? I would say episodes one through seven, some better than others, but I would rate that arc especially a soft four. It really... Out of five. Yeah. Okay. It really hit a lot of points that I just loved. It was beautiful, well acted, Yep. such good action. Okay. The score was amazing. It's like... That's the best part. When you really opinion, look at it, truly. there aren't a lot of cons, to be honest. There are like a little little details here and there. Pacing was off in some episodes and some character arcs, they spend a little too much time on, I think, personally. But overall, four. Episode eight, I would give it like a two. Gotcha. Like, I was pretty disappointed. All right. Well, then, I think that that reflects my opinion, too. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I was rooting for it. It's almost like a sports team that can't pull out wins, but they're playing hard. And I was rooting for them every time. Can we say real quick? Because I think to really talk about it, we have to give a spoiler warning. Spoiler warning, for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dude. dude. <laughs> These two are a little buddy-buddy, and I'm left out for a very specific reason. Why? I liked it. You loved it. Uh, no. Okay, I liked well, it. But why did you like it? Yeah, the reason I but liked it. We're talking about the finale. Finale. Yeah. And the reason why they didn't, I think, is a stupid reason. I liked it because I said he was going to be Sauron, and then he was. Him okay, being so Halbrand. Halbrand. Well, this is what we're getting at. The, the episodes one through seven, they're leading up to this mystery about who is Sauron. Evil's on the rise, but nobody knows who or where he is. And in episode eight, the finale, they reveal that Halbrand indeed is Sauron and he is involved in some way in the forging of the three rings of power, 
which are then given to the elves. Mm-hmm. Now, you're saying you liked it because you called it. Is that what so, you're saying? So, yeah, my first reaction was, oh, sweet. You know, I, I like that. I saw little hints, you know, read some stuff on it. Fun. But then almost immediately, I was like, well, that was stupid. Why, why is that a reason to like it? This isn't, you know, it's not a twist this isn't you got into like thinking of it as why is this a twist? Why was it a yeah. mystery? Why would why did they take it that direction as a show overall? And they really played into that right when it started. Those creepy ladies looked at um yeah the, the Gandalf white witches or whatever. and they're like Who the Lord they? Sauron and then you know all of us were like oh shoot and it's I don't know it's this like that's not how you watch Lord of the Rings. I know. Okay, well, let's get to that. Let's talk about okay. why or why not to put a twist in it. Uh, but I think for me, the reason why I didn't like it is because I, I think I would have called it, but I, I refuse to believe it. I'm in that same boat because it felt so obvious that I was so him obvious. that I thought, no way they think that I'm this dumb. Right? Right. To not guess that it's him. From the first few episodes when he's like a blacksmith and he's like cunning, it's like, that's no way this is Sauron. And then they just keep playing on that and playing on that. And then it gets to episode eight and you're like, it's not going to be him. It can't be. That's just like way too obvious. And to me and the rest of the viewers, we were that dumb. And, <laughs> and that's how Well, it went. no, you were calling something that they were goading you into exactly. doing. Exactly. And it did seem when you guys were like, there's no way I was like, Oh, it seems like it. Like, (laughs) you know, right? Totally. and it was true. I think that the, the, that the problem I have with it is number one, that's just not Sauron. It ain't in, in the lore, Anatar, the Lord of gifts, he comes to Celebrimbor, um, sneakily. He's a deceiver he is sowing discord and division and his own ideas. And yes, he's warping people's minds and he's deceiving all of them. But he, Halbrand showed up there because he was wounded, which obviously, okay, he maybe planted that, planned it, I don't know. But it, he was there by happenstance or by circumstance. In my mind, they were going to show up at Eregion and lo and behold, here's Celebrimbor, who's been building these dwarf, or, sorry, these elven cities, and has this desire to make a forge. And by spring, we're going to do these things. And what I thought is that we were going to show up at the city, and he was going to go, "Let me introduce you to my friend, Anatar." Boom! Close mm. credits, and all of us lore nerds would be like. <laughs> There he is. We're gonna like talk about him all season two. Like season two would be told the, you he wasn't Sauron. Yeah, exactly. And then all season two, it would be watching Anatar just like destroy things through whisper. Yeah, the last episode should have been a season because right, right when the episode started, Halbrand was all you know <laughs> evil, like, and you're like, oh, your vibe totally changed. Yeah, you now you're this dark, mysterious person. You're not this like good guy, valiant guy, I guess that he would have been before. Yeah. To have him immediately be this dark, mysterious character who's like creeping around in the shadows, deceiving people, being all weird. That should have been the mistrust between him and Celebrimbor should have been a long time. A long time. You know, if you've watched, um, okay, 
We watched Better Call Saul. How far are you in Better Call Saul? I am. I've done with season five. I just need to watch season six. Okay. So no spoilers. Oh boy. Well, in, in Better Call Saul, we always bring up Better Call Saul. Mm. Mm. That and Breaking Bad. Same thing. I know. I guess these are just utter perfection regarding writing and stuff. But in Better Call Saul, there are these scenes where you get Slip and Jimmy. Right. Slip and Jimmy is Saul Goodman's like uh, mischievous. Uh, he's deceiving. He's pulling pranks. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of like an alter ego. Sorta. Yeah. Yeah. He just launches into this, lo- and it would be like an entire episode of him like deceiving something and getting what he wants. And you're what you know that this dude's trickster. So it's not a mystery, and you and yet you don't know how he's going to get what he wants. And so the entertainment is watching him trick people. Like I think of that like, oh, you're not in season six. But in season six, they they pull a prank or a heist in a mall. And I was like, yeah, that my, was I was biting my nails the whole time. I didn't know what was going to happen or how, but I did know they were up to something. Yeah. You can unplug now. So you're saying we should have been behind the curtain knowing who Sauron was if they were going to do this whole thing. We should have known and watched him deceive. We didn't get to watch Halbrand deceive Celebrimbor. Here's how it, not once. Here's how it felt to me. It felt like <laughs> I'm angry about this. It's they did all of seasons, uh, season one up to episode seven, and then the execs, Amazon execs, go actually. Let's reveal Sauron this episode. And the writer's like, oh, what? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I guess we have to reveal Sauron at the end of this Not episode. Not to mention the Rings of Power. Revealing the Rings exactly. of Power. Exactly. It's like so much goes on. The pacing is so out of whack in episode eight. I can't even fathom. Not to mention there's like a 20-minute scene of Nori saying bye to all the Harfoots. I hated that. For that no reason. Bad. That was oh bad. My it's like, gosh. just get to and what then we ended. actually want to see. And then there's another one. And also, uh, <laughs> why is gosh, why is Galadriel just hey, good, finally? Whoa, hey, hey, oh, good job! Thank you. That was amazing. Okay. Why is do she it one more time? Just, just one more time. Why is Galadriel? Wow, <laughs> crazy! You guys are cool. Why is she just now? Wait, sorry, who? <clears throat> Galadriel. Nice. Why? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why is she just now inquiring about Halbrand? Why now? If, I think what would have been more compelling is she inquires about him at the beginning of the season and then finds out yeah. at the end, like the messenger says, this, is what, this is what we found. 100%. And then it's like, whoa. But no, that happened in like a span of what, 10, 15 minutes? And not only that, here's an added thing to that. She goes to Hal Brown and goes, can you explain this? There's no king in the Southlands. What does he say? He could have been like, look, I know that your records are incomplete, but we saw war for a thousand years. Yes. Like... I know my name's not on there. Our family trees are in a total disarray. Yeah. And she'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. The, yeah. the lie could keep going. It's not even that the, crazy. Even the scene where he, like, I don't know, daydreams her to her on the raft, and he talks about how. You need to talk about that, too. She was, like, accepting of the fact that he had done evil in his past. I wish they would have used that. But to make it so where she did accept him, but not on a, some weird raft thing, but in real life, I wanted him to deceive her. And I us want to know see, it, but not her. I wanted to see Sauron the Deceiver deceiving. The, the only thing we got was Celebrimbor going like, oh, how are we going to do this with metal and stuff? Yeah, we could, uh, you know, we could take over the world or something. Mm-hmm. Over Earth. Over flesh. Yeah, and she goes, flesh. 
Where'd you hear that? Who said that? Have you been hanging out? Wait, have you been hanging out with Halbrand? It's like, whatever you're referring to, show that scene. Yeah. Show that. Yeah. That's, that's people being deceived. We need to see that. I'm upset about this. Because in yeah. my heart, as a, like a, like a Lord of the Rings fan, you just have this built-up idea of Sauron. What would that have been like? Because in the lore, Anatar spends 300 years in Eregion. Sowing deceptions, building trust, and he's disguised in this elven form. He's not a scraggly man-looking dude, but he earns all their trust. They're all of them deceived. Remember that line? All of them deceived. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get to see all of them deceived. And I'm not sure what their motivations are. And by the way, when Galadriel finds out... Uh, say it right. Galadriel. When she finds out that he's Sauron... She then goes back into the council and and they're like, Hey, what's wrong? Elrond's like, What's wrong? And she's like, Don't ask. She's like, he left and I don't think he's coming back. I don't yeah. think he's coming back and please don't ask again. It's like about I think it. that's big news. You should I think you should say just like, it's Sauron, guys. Yeah. Let's go get him. <laughs> Is yeah. she just like ashamed that she's Well, he was like, What would they think if they knew you're helping me? But yeah, the, she doesn't care. Her character would not care. Exactly. She jumped off a boat. She doesn't care yeah. what nope. they think about it's her. It's in direct already opposition to how they've this. written her. Totally. And here's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before you say, can I plead my case one last, just to set the, just please. Yeah, because mine is reg in regards okay. to a different arc. I liked it for the reason I said that I don't like it, which is that I guessed... I mean, we all guessed it, but I had happened to stick with one theory and it was correct. That's a stupid reason to like it. And, and getting past that feeling, I didn't yeah. like it that much. Once you got past the mystery and like, oh, we know now, it lost value to you. I can't say I didn't like it. It just, it was a little cheap. Some cool stuff happened and then it was kind of just stupid. And where did he get that black cloak? <laughs> At the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's yeah. my other thing. One does not simply walk into mortar, except Halbrand. Except Halbrand, fully cloaked. Whoa. So imagine this now. Okay. okay. Let's say all of this doesn't happen. They are actually deceived, and that goes on for season two. Okay. And we find out he's Sauron at yeah. the end of season two. It's so fulfilling. That would have been better. Because we know he's Sauron, but they don't. And we watch right. them figure it out. Right? Yes. Okay. So while that's or happening. Or not even figure it out. Or not even figure it just out. Just get deceived. Yeah. Maybe Galadriel sees him at the Black Cloak store and yes. goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> the Black okay, Cloak now. store. <laughs> now, now listen to this idea. Okay. Which I think would have been so cool too. Listen in. Is the Stranger's Arc now. Okay. okay. So at the beginning of episode eight, the three witches, I guess. I don't know they who they are. They call them the mystics. Okay. The three mystics, creepy, say, Hail, Lord Sauron. Because at that point, I was like, Oh, yeah. I knew it was going to be something crazy. Obviously, it wasn't. But imagine, for season two, they train oh, yeah. him up with him and all, everyone thinking that he is Sauron. Yeah. And there's just like this internal conflict because he's being told one thing, but he feels another He's being led by the mystics, 
but he's also seen Nori and the good of the Harfoots. And he's like literally caught between light and dark. Yeah, Again, exactly. the last episode and being he's, stretched out. He's just he's like so conflicted. And then it's like, whoa, yeah. is Nori friends with Sauron? That's bonkers. That's compelling. That's cool. But then yeah. it's like within 20 minutes, they're basically saying, oh no, it's Gandalf, run! And then they're gone. Yeah, and by the I way, good. what you're doing there is... <laughs> and then he says, Am I good? I'm good! I'm good! And turns their faces into moths. Which was ridiculous. What was that? Can, yeah, can I ask you a question? What was that? I don't know. Nobody knows. They've been nicknamed the Nazgals. No. Because well, it's yeah. so ridiculous. And they, they obviously... Clearly, they're Nazgul in the sense that they exist in the unseen realm. Because but when they nobody get to knows their what skeleton form, are. it did look like the Nazgul. Yeah, but Frodo sees them yeah. with the ring on. Oh, boy. They're not... I don't think that that's a... a I think that that's an insult. They're, it's fans saying, what's up with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nazgals? Yeah. And I think, like, the cool thing about... The cool thing about the arc with the stranger is that According to the lore, when the Ishtari, who are Maiar demigods in the in the in Valinor, when they get sent over to Middle Earth, uh, they incarnate in a body, and they have it's like a new body, and they have to learn how to use it. But it's the and body of an old man. It's a body of an old man, and they and it's hard to use, and they don't know who they are, and there's a lot of amnesia there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I liked that. Me That's too. a really sweet thing. And actually, making him a wizard, perfect sense. Because the gods saw the evil of Sauron rising and they sent the Ishtari in. Mm-hmm. Saruman, Gandalf, Radagast, and the two blue wizards. That's cool. And he is Ishtari, but we all called it. We called it literally from the trailer. It was like, dude, that's Gandalf. Or that's a wizard. But if they would have twisted that, well, that's a twist. That's a twist. Or it's just, okay, in a storytelling, I think it's this. The principle is show, don't tell. And right now they said, okay, here's the wizard. He's caught between Nori and the good or these mystics and the evil. So, wow, he's caught between them. Well, Show Don't Tell says, let's walk that out. Let's see that happen. And they could have spent season two showing him being trained in the dark. Because then how much more fulfilling is it that he chooses good after all of this training up to be evil? And then we see Halbrand doing good knowing that he's ultimately evil. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been better. I don't know. I, I Hire think, us, Amazon. I think let's talk about the Just question kidding, you don't. raised, which is... Yeah, what question? Why did they make the identity of Sauron a mystery? Yeah. I think that's the fundamental error. You, Lord of the Rings, the trilogy begins like this. In the land of Mordor, the Dark Lord Sauron forged in secret a master ring. There's no mystery to it. And yet they somehow made him a menacing enemy. More than this. So in my opinion, Lord of the Rings just it doesn't lend it. This, lore, this story doesn't lend itself to mystery. Who's, what's the identity of Sauron? I think that was yeah. a mistake. Lord of the Rings, who'd done it? Like, I think it would have been better to have it be obvious who he is to the audience, but not to the characters. That's my thought. Yeah. I could see that being really cool, too. Yeah. You guys are giving me a lot to think about. I think you're right. Okay, so let me ask you this, then. Does this disappointing ending 
tarnish the rest of the season for you. Absolutely. Me too. So what would have been a four, given that episode eight is a two, I got to give it like a two and a half. Yeah. Will you keep watching? 100% I'm keeping watching. Yeah. And the reason is because I just think it's cool to see this story play out on screen. It's fun. I mean, there are, there's an old Lord of the Rings cartoon that's really crappy, really terrible. But I watch it. I like it. Uh, or at least I used to before the trilogy came out, and I loved it. Um, there's the Rankin and Bass Hobbit cartoon. That's phenomenal. That's 10 out of 10 for me. But Rankin and Bass also did a Return of the King cartoon, and that's horrendous. So, and then the Hobbit movies are not that great, in my opinion. Not enough GoPro. <laughs> oh my gosh. That ruined it for me. Yeah. 48 frames a second. Terrible. GoPro footage. But, but the point is, anything that's like visual, like putting it on screen is, I think, a net positive. I'm not saying my life is worse. Yeah. I'm saying I'm disappointed in what could have been. Yeah. They also, they did enough good with the series that I will obviously keep watching because I'm just a sucker and a fanboy and I can't help it. Obviously I'm still watching Marvel movies. So I guess it's really hard to truly disappoint me to the fact that I will burn a bridge, but I am disappointed. Yeah. They, they did a bad thing on that last one. They did a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. It's, it's been really fun to watch. It's beautiful, but they did a bad thing. Um, so then, as a Christian, I must say I watch this with forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. 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 I think I'm going to, like, there's a hashtag that I, we should do, not my Sauron. <laughs> because of the finale, I, I, I am overall disappointed in the show. By the way, we have to talk about this. This is another thing. The three rings are forged in what, the last 15 minutes of the show? That's crazy. The three crowns. And not only that, not only, right, not yeah. only that, they set out to make a crown or three or two. what? Two? And they go, oh, we don't have enough metal. Let's make something smaller. Rings. I was like. Yeah, just be smart and make rings to start out with. Cra- what are crowns then? Isn't a crown like a. It's just, it's just a head ring. <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> You don't just make a crown. You, crowns are for kings yeah, and queens. It's symbolic. Ay. 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 Okay, you said that they made the rings in the last few minutes of the show. Uh, me, non-Lord of the Rings lore professional, he is kind of involved in that, scurries off into the darkness. Something else happened in there that I didn't know. That's the thing is that the rings of power, I think there are, what, 19 of them total? Nine, seven, three. Yep. So, yeah, 19 total. Well, Sauron, uh, through deception, gets these rings made and then later in secret forges the one ring to dominate all 19 rings. Okay. So, in this forging of these Not three, by it just being really powerful, but by. By like actually tampering with it. He tampers with the rings. With the other rings. All of them. So you're including saying. Including the three elven rings. So you're saying when he was helping make them, he tampered with them. He and has to have. Canonically, but we don't see it happen. We don't see it happen. Show yeah, I didn't, it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he did that. 
Right. So if you're not aware of the lore and that Sauron's power with through the rings is that he tampers with their creation, then you literally watched S- Sauron Halbrand like do all this stuff and hitch a ride over to Eregion for what reason? Just to meet some people and then go back to Mordor for no reason? Like And if they show all of this in flashback scenes, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> but really they will. They have to. Because yeah. What happens is that hmm. the 19 rings, uh, nine for men, seven for dwarves, and three for elves, later Sauron makes his one ring. When he puts it on, everyone wearing a ring comes under his power. That's the point. Except for the elves, at which point they realize what has happened, and Galadriel's wearing one of them. She and I think it's might be Celebrimbor and maybe Gil-Galad, I can't remember, but they're wearing them, and they go... <gasps> What's happening? You know, Sauron did this. He deceived us. And they take him off, right? They fight the darkness, the, the domination, and they fight it. And it's in that moment that they realize they've been deceived. Whereas the men give in to the evil the men, and the darkness yeah, consumes them. Yeah. And I don't know what happens to the dwarves, actually. Yeah. All right. So, well, we got a long time coming to see all that happen yeah, or not happen two I guess. just started production at the beginning of this month so we got what yeah. another two years before probably. we see some screen time probably yeah wow probably. Yeah. all right sit tight friends so i'm <laughs> i'm just uh living in a bit of disappointment but i will watch it and overall life is better because of it but not as good as it could have been for that reason it's disappointing you know we should yeah. really just trill it up soon and talk about it. What does he mean? <laughs> what did you just say? Trill it up. <laughs> I think he means watch the trilogy. It's true. I think we should watch it maybe just people who didn't like the Rings of Power series. Oh, God. Yeah. Like. Start a little club. Yeah. That'd be cool. He's too easily deceived. That'd be sweet. <laughs> this is fun. This has been How to Watch Rings of Power Season 1 as a Christian. And uh, we're Pacific Parable and see you at church. Thank you.